0: Hola, hola. Welcome to the Bruja broadcast. This is Dion. And Sasha. Join us today as we serve up some Brujeria Latina with a side of astrology
1: and herbology bundled with some stories and sass.
0: Hola, hola. Hola, hola. Let me get close.
1: Okay. Make it work.
0: (laughs) How are ya? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm getting good. We hadn't done one live in a while now, right?
1: Face to face. Ta ta. Off Zoom. Yes. Zoom is pretty handy though. It is. Yeah. You know,
0: and technology why, might might as well make the best of use of it, right? Yes. So
1: So today we're here. We're going
0: uh, I'm actually so we're gonna talk
1: about Bruhain first and I'll go second and then I'm gonna segue into what we're talking about.
0: Okay, cool. Cool. So Brujain, so this week I, I was Bruhighing up the mm-hmm. <laughs> up the up the broom. <laughs> I had a busy week. I did um, okay. So I did a class on Lilith. That's so how yep. we're going to talk about. I did a class on Candle Magic. That's right. Which was pretty cool. I did a couple of reads. Um, I did a... Um, today... I cleaned my whole house with um, Florida water, like all my like statues and mirrors and entryways nice. and everything that's glass. I did it with Florida water so you can smell my Florida water hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's nice. So, yeah, I've been trying to get the smell off. I did sprays. I, I, I like washed it. my hands. Yeah. <laughs> it stays. It definitely sticks on your hands for a while. For so, sure. Yep. And that's what I've been doing. Excellent. So, yeah. A lot of brewing this week. I have, I have a ridiculously busy... Month Mm -hmm. of April, like (laughs) I don't know, it's the fiery energy of the start of the astrological year. It's my sun sign, the eclipses. Your birthday's
1: tomorrow, yeah. Yes, happy birthday! Thank
0: you. Um, and you know, I don't know the two new moons in Aries. I don't know that's like just really, really, really busy, busy month. So I've been just like crazy. So hopefully, hopefully, the Taurus season starting next week will bring a little, a, a little stability a little at least a little slowness because they are a little bit more you know yeah slow and steady yeah (laughs) maybe okay
1: i've been pretty uh things have been a little wild in my house so i've been doing a lot of cleaning um keeping my ritual candle magic money work alive but i did attend your class uh this week on uh lilith and the dark lilith which is an astrological point and we got a chance to do some writing, like kind of some manifestation writing, and that was really important to my bruising this week. And like what I really connected with, like okay, I gotta recenter, get my goals, do the thing. So
0: yeah, oh, it felt oh. nice. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad it was um, useful for you. Yes, and actionable. Absolutely. Yes. Good. Uh,
1: but yeah, so that's what we're going to be talking about here today. I asked Sacha, the class was really great and I felt, I really came away with it like super stoked on just planning for the next month and then the next like October months too, just to kind of know. All the way through October, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So, uh, so yeah, so I asked her to talk all about that today. That's awesome. Yeah, we, we were supposed to record and we were going to talk about a different theme which we'll just do another episode in the future and she's mm-hmm. like you got to talk about Lilith and I'm like okay we got a plan yeah. <laughs> I'm like well might as well use yeah. all this info and just dump it on a, yes. <laughs> dump it on an episode it's not so much you know our regular subject matter but it's I think it's pretty awesome so obviously it's not the same as the class because the class we did we we went really personal into right. the, into people's um into the attendees direct chart. And we also did some writing exercises and we worked with some actionable points. So today we're just gonna talk a little bit about the like the historical aspect and what the astrological aspect is, yeah. right? So just like the two overall actually. So the we're gonna talk a little bit about who is Lilith mm-hmm. and then we're gonna talk a little bit about what the dark moon Lilith is in astrology yes those two things and that's it yep okay cool um who's lily yes <laughs> Lilith. um she's a she's like the original right she is the mother of demons the first wife of adam the mother of vampires queen of hell yes <laughs> i love that one um the demon queen mother of the seed mistress of betrayal everything like anything bad she's got to do with it yeah it's like and the original yeah the first one yeah <laughs> um definitely what um would be called one of the um what, what do they call them the dark um when they say um the oh, people say oh, the the dark not the dark queens the queen of the, queen. the damned. no 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 the, the you're working with one of the dark co- goddesses or deity yeah, well, like one of the dark deities. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, bueno. so, but definitely, it's when we go when we look at it. She's like the oldest, right? Yeah. The first time that she's mentioned is about three thousand years, B. B. C. Mm-hmm. So, um, in um the tablets, um she's mentioned in the in the giglamish epic and the whole tree epic um and she's even mentioned in the dead sea scrolls and she's the sumerians right yeah the sumerians babylonians so she's mentioned in that epic first and in that epic she um she's basically a wind spirit Mm -hmm. okay and in the wind spirit she's also um mentioned in that epic she's in the tree and that tree has um she's in the middle and so in that epic the guy is just basically going off trying to look for immortality and then in the end he finds out that he can't find immortality but that's not the point um but when he gets to the to the tree the tree ha um in the in the tree there's like three there's like something's living in the crown she lives in the middle mm-hmm. and she has her nest in the middle and then something else lives at, at the root and he like they're all like evil things right the evil spirits or and so Um, and he, the guy cuts down with his axe, he cuts down the tree and then she, you know, all three of the evil demons and spirits flee off into the, into like the desert or whatever. Um, so that's how she's mentioned in that epic. Mm -hmm. And Epics
1: are like stories, right? Yeah. They're like down
0: They're They're passed down like his, um, moral stories that um, contain like big, like epics have like, um, action and they're like. Big, bigger than life, sort yeah. of like story, fable kind of story. Like there's, there's a learning to it, but it's like bigger than life, like adventures. Right, and they're and they're meeting up like with monsters and spirits and like you know, it's, yeah. not, it's not going to the corner store. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> and, then, and then um, so that's like the first time that we meet up with her, and then um, she's mentioned in Genesis. There's you know two versions of Genesis, and there's mm-hmm. like. The version that um, she was mentioned in Genesis and that, that one was edited out right and, but then the original Genesis that before they're like oh that's a conflicting version is the one where it's like oh um, where they mentioned that oh man created um, or God created man and, and, and woman and then they're like oops that doesn't make sense because you know they were made from the same soil and we'll get back to that when we talk about the story right and then later on in the um that would be the Hebrew Bible and then in the Christian Bible she's mentioned in Isaiah where it's just like um what does it say in that one I actually have the in the she's neither wife or mother she has not known happiness she has not enclosed herself for her husband nor is there milk in her breast and she's just mentioned sort of like a demon or like a bad spirit right um so she's in the christian bible as well but not in genesis and there she's not in genesis because there it's like he created man and from man he created woman right mm-hmm. so there there they have the second um version of the creation and then um so she's also cre- she's also in the dead sea scrolls where she's mentioned as like spirit where they're mentioning like um outcasting spirits and they're mm-hmm. like And cast out these spirits and these demons and lilith and the lily too and so like she's mentioned like things that they're like casting out right so it like continuously when you look out through history she's been like all over the place right from okay um and then she so let's get to the part where like the fun part right (laughs) (laughs) it's a fun part to where it gets interesting so when we get to like the one of the so like I said in the Sumerians um she was just a wind spirit then later on it got translated more into like a demon but demons like I've mentioned weren't considered evil until later on just different just different yeah they were just like you know they existed and they had certain powers and um but they weren't demonized until actually Christianity decided right. that demons were bad, right? Um and then but the whole story doesn't gather like um certain allure mm-hmm. or power with Lilith with Lilith until the whole creation story. Mm-hmm. With the creation story is was she if the story of her being Adam's first wife. Right. Okay. So with the story of her being Adam's first wife is with the um, story of them being created from the same soil. With them being created from the same soil, they were equals. And the there's two versions to this. As they were created equals, the, basically it comes down to her not being willing to submit to him. Right. Some people is, you know, say, oh, she just like, hey, dude, I don't want to submit to you. Um, other people say that she was instigated to not wanting to submit by, oh, yes, yeah, yeah, because you have to remember, if you look at the the history of what's going on at the same time, the if you look at it from the Christian right lens, um, the whole creation of humans leads to the jealousy of the angels, right. which leads to the battle in, in the skies that leads to the creation of hell, because that's when morning star actually leads the revolt and that's when they get cast out and so forth. Yeah. So, um, so some... there's so much hand talking right now. That's <laughs> ra- it's hilarious. <laughs> so anyways, some people go like she's instigated, right. Um, to, and he's like, okay, I'm going to lead an attack or I'm, you know, there's this little war going on and do you want to join my forces yeah and then and you're the same you're equal to him so why would you be submitting to him other people say the story goes like she you know she's in this garden with the guy and she didn't you know wasn't feeling. feeling it yeah she wasn't feeling it And since she wasn't feeling it, she's like, you know, I want to have my own choice. And this is not the choice I want to make. And I want to go off and make my own choices. Right. Um, There's versions where Adam obligates or forces her. And she calls upon God. Other times where there's basically just struggle amongst them like mm-hmm. you submit no i'm not going to submit and then because of the fight amongst them is that she calls and says hey i'm not going to submit other times there is the actual um rape. Uh, rape. Yeah. yeah and then that's when she calls god and so she gets mm-hmm. you know cast out other times she decides to leave so there's you know different mm-hmm. versions but the thing is that she ends up leaving the garden and she goes towards where um the Dead Sea, right? Yeah. In the caves of the Dead Sea. And she's hanging out at the caves. And she, um, meets Asmodeus, which is another of the angels that has been cast out and he's been hurt. And he's going to eventually become the demon of lust. Mm-hmm. And she's feeling him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that one she's feeling. <laughs> he wrote I mean, you. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's going to be the demon of lust. Yeah. He, He's That's got something he's, good going. He's got to be giving off good vibes, um, at least lost vibes, right? Yes. Yeah. And um, with him, she, she's still human. So with him, she um, procreates and they have jinn, which are half, you know, half demon, half half human. Right. And so Adam is still in Eden and he's hanging out and he's like, oh, I'm lonely and, you know, there's no Game Boy or Switch or whatever. Right. And he's like, "Shit," you know, and he calls God and he's like, okay, you know what? Get her back. Because. Yeah, yeah. I'm bored. I'm bored. <laughs> and so God sends out three angels. I'm not going to say their names. They're all with us. Um, but I forgot. I didn't write them out. I'm not going to pronounce them. Whatever. Um, and they go off to go get her bring her back and she's like oh i can't be with him because i've already lain with the demons yeah some people say like oh she laid with all the demons you know and then she just went wild and she had like her you know yeah her college phase um (laughs) she had her 20s (laughs) she she had her 20s yeah who hasn't been there (laughs) but um other people say it's just like just um listen um well like the devil. Other people say just dozen more Other people say just a couple, whatever. Yeah. But you know, she had she was having fun. Um, but she's like, yo, I've already with you know, demons, and I can't go back. And you know, um, they try to take her back. She gets then. This is this is really important for everything that comes um, towards the Jewish tradition of protection against right, right, right. Lilith they, you know, you know, angels are no, angels are, are, are not. Are no angels? Yeah, <laughs> angels That's that not, what you're trying to say? Yeah, they're not, they're not, you know, little sweet buddies. Yeah. You know, angels are usually pretty, pretty, you know, they, they throw them down. Yeah. So, they get into it with her and, you know, everything from physical to like, um, threatening and so forth. And, They're like, you know, we're gonna kill all your kids. We're gonna, you know, tear you limb to limb. We're gonna do all these things. And you know, when you're not just gonna sit around and just look at dudes doing that, you know, you fight back and so forth. And so, amongst the things that happen in that altercation, she does get, you know, hurt. And those are the areas that later, when she gets hurt, when she gets Punished and turned into a demon and mortal and so forth are the areas that turn into the owl right features, right? Um, which are basically like um, her, her winged areas and her um, Talones her heels yes. mm-hmm. and so forth and the other part is the part that where all the um, protections come from right so they threatened to kill her kids right mm-hmm. and so she says well if you do that then i'm gonna have to kill all of adam's kids right and you know all of his descendancy and, so, and they're and they're not just like okay well, like kids they're like we're gonna kill a hundred of your kids every day you know right. they're like yeah, yeah, yeah you know serious they're not like you know a kid in here or there they're like we're gonna kill a hundred of your children every single day you know they're like full yeah. on you know and it's yeah, it's, epic. it's, it's <laughs> epic. Of course, they go, yeah. they go, they go hardcore. Um, and so, in the whole negotiation thing, they eventually like back off. They're like, we can't, we can't deal with this chick. We can't bring her back. Plus, her little demon friends, you know, we can't. You know, right? We lost. We can't bring her back. They go to and um, and she's like, oh, you know, I won't kill. Adam's kids, you know, after the eighth day, if it's a boy after the twelfth day, if it's a girl. Right. As and if, you know, these three angels, if they're named, if they're protected, then you know, and they kind of like the treaty. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, <laughs> it
1: was I read like so if it was like a sigil above the crib or something with the angel's name on it, then they were protected, but no sigil, fair game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So and so these Tasmans are super important and Mm -hmm. they're still used like today that 2023 you can still like buy sigils these sigils to protect like in jewish floor core they're still really important and they still use them and they still protect children against lilith Mm -hmm. so it's still and i think that one of the um remains that um i think first first century like the oldest um archaeologist archaeological uh, ar-
1: archaeological ar- archaeological yes <laughs> <laughs> remains
0: are bowls can you oh, the want to inc- explain the yeah. bowls
1: so um they have they're still making the incantation bowls so ancient texts depict how lilith uh, was constructed in literature and scholarly text The incantation bowls that were used in Babylonia to ward off Lilith give us evidence of how general people of Babylon viewed her. Dozens of bowls inscribed with incantations written in Aramaic have been found in Nippur and Babylonia, which is now Iraq. Um, And they're just like very large uh, ceramic bowl plates that looks like they've got some symbols in the middle and then there's actual words... um, that like inscribed into these big old bowls and I read a little bit of one. You are bound and sealed all you demons and devils and Liliths by that hard and strong mighty and powerful bond which are tied with Sison and Sison the evil Lilith who causes the hearts of men to go astray and appears in the dream of night and vision of the day who burns and casts down with nightmare, attacks and kills children, boys and girls. She is conquered and sealed away from the house and from the threshold of Bahram Gushnap, son of Ishtar, Nahid, by the talisman of Metatron. Vanquished are the black arts and mighty spells, vanquished the bewitching women, they their witchery and their spells, their curses and their invocations, and kept away from the four walls of the house of Baram Gushnap, son of Ishtar, Nahid,
0: Amen, Amen, Salah. Yeah. Oh, so Yeah. And here we can see um, a couple of the things. Because she was um, obviously empowered in her sexuality, mm-hmm. which is one of the things like, she didn't want to submit, right? right. Um, so that's the first thing. She goes off and she lives her best, you know sexual life Mm -hmm. with her partners partner partners um so when we go into and as we further into both you know the Judaic um Christian traditions she gathers more and more force or strength in those myths as that sexual power right um so much so that like men can't be alone because she might come in and she'll you know take them you know they can't be alone in, in in a house they can't be alone in a cemetery because all she wants to do is like take a, a man that's sleeping alone and create incubus and succubus right. and um even paintings you know from like the mid a uh, middle ages um you know 19th 9th century 10th centuries oh, cool. all you know it's like her like sitting on top of men you know that are sleeping and she's yes. gonna have her way with them <laughs> and so she just gathers more lore more strength as more of a sexual fiend kind of energy right right um when at the beginning it was just like a wind spirit and then just as a woman that wouldn't submit and then obviously you know as soon as sex comes into yeah. it it just gathers now like, we got women making their own yeah. choices Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and then so she just becomes bigger right like in and like in the, in the Jewish tradition, there's like rules, like, you know, at and at a certain point, I don't know if, because I don't belong to the if those rules are still current, or, you know, but at at some moment it did exist. Like men couldn't like be alone in the house. Men couldn't go to uh, a cemetery by themselves because they were afraid Lilith would right. have their way with him. Right. right. And it's because she was like this wild sexual being that just demon that just wanted to, you know, have demon children with all the men. Yeah. You know? Um, and this idea of her continues basically until the 1970s and in the 1970s actually a Jewish writer, um, Lily Rio Villalin, writes an essay
1: mm-hmm.
0: where she changes the perspective and in a Jewish um, magazine, changes the perspective of Lilith to one of an empowered femininity. Excellent. And so from that point on, and this is the, the current view that we have of mm-hmm. her now, it's portraying her more as, you know a person that's female creativity, female liberation, a woman choosing her own sexuality, where she was the one that it's, like, not so much, n- like, not wanting to submit, but rather her being in- allowed to choose who her partner was and being empowered of her sexuality. And she writes that p- new perspective that we're more familiar with nowadays right. of Lilith as a person owning her sexuality. Right. And so she's the first one that brings that up, and it's repeated and, you know, worked on more from, the, I think it was 1974 or so. Mm-hmm. And that's repeated more. It gains more strength when um, Clarissa Pinkola writes in The Woman Who yeah, yeah. Um, Runs With Wolves. She also includes it in her book. And so that there gathers even more strength. Yeah. And so when we think of Lilith nowadays, we think of her more of an empowerment. And so the idea that we have definitely in the last 50 years has been of Lilith as an empowered woman, as a person that represents... Um, owning your sexuality and not so much as a demon. Right. But we have it more as like, oh, of course, you know, men are afraid of her, and you know. Right. We see it and we, we can talk about it sarcastically because obviously for us, we have this perspective, we're living a different reality. Mm-hmm. But if we go back further than that, she was something that was feared. Right. Right. So it's very interesting in that sense. Um She was also... And I just want to go back really quickly. She was mentioned in um as the mother of vampires mm-hmm. because um she it was there's two versions there. She was either with um I see I'm not gonna butcher this name, but she was either with Trana Tranavir, who was already like a dead um demon. Okay. And then together they created the first and like vampire, or in the demon um in popular lore like the demon bible they say that she and Cain oh right right together they created the first vampire so one of the two versions um satanism um so she at one point when so when when the three angels come back and they couldn't like have her go back to eden one of like the treaty treaty points was that god says oh well then you go to hell and you have to marry if you're not going to eden to marry adam then you have to go to Hell and marry, like, um, Lucifer. hmm And so then she becomes the queen of hell. Right. And so, and say to them... She's so, so busy. She, <laughs> it's like, and it's like, dude, no matter what you do, you got to marry somebody. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's like, why? <laughs> Can't I just chill? Yeah, she's literally <laughs> in a cave, man. Yeah. So, yeah. And then um, in demonology, obviously she's a demon. Right. And um, demonologists are the ones that... Um, you know, still work with demons and conjuring them like through formal methods of and, you know, um, set structured ways or conjuring. I don't know um, how to explain this. Um, they're the ones that work with demons and set. Um I'm I'm doing a great explanation yes, with yes. my hands. She's <laughs> doing a very
1: circular, big elaborate motion with her hands, uh pack? What are you saying? No,
0: it's it's when you conjure through through the you know, that they have like the, the seals and they have the the specific um, it's more e- hands yeah, yeah. <laughs> like each demon has its own specific seal and um Sigil? and sigils and, and their own like contracts and stuff yeah. and so the demonologists specialize in that and they work with specific like demons and like conjuring them and working with them so yeah obviously some of them may work with her okay yeah so um and then feminism we already mentioned um how she's being portrayed nowadays which is obviously not is healthier you know? absolutely and getting into that i would say that she's really good for anybody that wants to work with um sex magic menstruation empowerment um standing up for yourself mm-hmm. finding your own voice expressing your needs understanding that when you express your needs it's not being aggressive right <laughs> it's, you know, it's being firm. It's setting boundaries. Yeah, it's yeah. expressing. It's expressing. Yeah. And just because you want something doesn't mean that you're being a bee. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. And so I think that um, channeling that energy, channeling her, her, yeah. Voice. Her voice. Yeah, because yeah. you,
1: if you don't say what you want, you can't expect people to know. Mm-hmm. And it also helps you stride in that
0: space further. And so, yeah, I think that that is, is a good way to basically understand, you know, how to be empowered and how to use that energy and, mm-hmm. I, you know, out of the dark goddesses, dark goddesses, that ah. was the one I was looking for before <laughs> out of the dark goddesses, I think, you know, we're looking at one of, we're looking at the most ancient one, yeah. you know? And so fabulous energy to try to channel and to work with, you know? Okay so that brings us to the next point that we were going to mention Mm -hmm. which is the dark moon lilith yes in astrology so the dark moon lilith in astrology is basically it's a point it's not like an asteroid or it's not like a, a body or a luminary so it's not like the moon or jupiter that you can you know pull out your your um Telescope? Telescope. I got that one. (laughs) And look at it. It's actually a mathematical computation, and it's, like, the other side of the moon, so, like, the furthest, you know, um, point. Um, And it usually represents, like, um, a point of shame and desire, something that you, have like, have hidden inside of you, or, like, what people or what society has been telling you to repress, right? Um, Just imagine right the, like the wild side of you like the wind spirit inside of you that people want to like not listen to right and it's that power the primal or the more untamed part of ourselves but that we've been shamed into not listening or to trying to put like a lid on it and so when we look at it we can look at it when you you can pull up your chart like online or whatever but you have to make sure that you put asteroids and other placements mm-hmm. and then put dark Lilith so that it shows up if not it won't show up okay um, and you can see where it is in your natal placement. And then that will show you where it is. Mm-hmm. And you'll see that it's basically, a, you know, the placement is going to be, obviously, it's not going to be where your moon is, but it's going to be wherever it is that represents that place, that place that's normally. So, for example, somebody that has it, let's say, like in Capricorn or something.
1: Mm-hmm
0: that's like ambition and power and wanting to be recognized and they're like, Oh, I'm not like that. Exactly. But it's like inside you you probably do want a little bit of that. And you're probably really busy trying to be like the most cooperative behind the scenes, the person that's helping everybody, but you actually do want to be like recognized and not acknowledged and so forth, you know? And so it's just like looking for where it is Mm -hmm. and then trying to see how it plays off your regular moon. Right. You know? And so that's a good exercise to look at. Um, so, I was going to say, for your natal charts, when you're looking, I've used Cafe
1: Astrology in the past. Mm-hmm. Is that kind of your...
0: Um, there's different ones, but um, Cafe Astrology will give you your Dark Lilith. So, okay. you can just do Cafe Astrology Dark Lilith, mm-hmm. and, it, and it just put in your in your info, and it says, oh, your Dark Lilith is in this one. Perfect. So, that's so a little... That's it a little yeah. bit easier than trying to look it up on a full chart. Okay. Yeah. So, that works. Yeah, it's Cafe Astrology. Yeah, it is Cafe Astrology. Yeah. And then... Um... Yeah, so that's that's the most important thing on I could go into what it means for each one if you wanted. Do you want me to do that? Yeah. Do you have how much time? Uh yeah, we're good. We're good. So, if it's a natally in natal and arius it's um a little bit like um let me see. I think I'd rather do it. Yeah. They're out of order here. Okay, we're gonna do them out of order, I guess. Cool. <laughs> now, okay, out of areas, um, it's a desire to do first, and in your way, and that may lead to encounters with authority figures. Um, you need to follow your instincts. They want success, but they have to channel their anger into action. Okay. Then, I think we're gonna have to do this out of order because they're out of order. Because I had it for an exercise. Looking for Taurus if you see it. Mm, 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 mm. Oh, oh yep. there you go. Taurus has to work on their security mindset. Their need for consistency has them in situations that are not good for them. Okay. Once they have done their shadow work relating to wealth and worth, they can embody a true, grounded, and central spirit. Excellent. Yeah. That's actually pretty nice. We're looking for Gemini now. You're holding it. I'm holding it. Insecurity about sharing all of their ideas and thoughts with others, they often use their tongue sharply to demonstrate smartness, but end up alienating others. They lose interest quickly and are afraid others will lose interest in them too. Sharing freely without calculating will bring relief and tranquility. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Cancer, family can be a source of pain. They may not have received the nurturing they needed. They must learn to set boundaries and to pour love into their chosen family learning that the ones they have chosen to love and nurture are worthy and can fill their cup and they don't need to look to others. Leo, rough childhoods, um, reconnecting to your inner child by engaging in play, seeking others approval is their downfall. Do not be afraid of the spotlight and being visible. The Virgos, their self, your self criticism may be debil- debilitating at some point. The standards and expectations placed upon you were too high. Release the need for perfection and know that healing can be messy. The Libra, losing yourself in the we, putting the partnership before the you and your needs is natural to you, and you tend to over uh, romanticize strong partners, foregoing balance. Learn to stand your ground and demand that your needs be met. Scorpio trust was violated early on, leaving your feelings that t- to protect yourself, um, you had to close yourself off from others. This is the natural placement for Lilith and amplifies um, metamorphosis, metamorphosis and transformation. She goes from seduction to spirituality when she steps into her power after addressing fears. Nice. Sagittarius, hesitant to speak up for what you believe in. Now, because you have been burned in the past, learning to care without acting destructively will allow you to explore and expand without losing yourself. Capricorn, your reputation rules your behavior. You're very attracted to power, but you must find a balance between your productivity and your personal life. Balance between the emotional connection and the superior is needed between doing and resting and between being valued in both stages. Aquarius, always feeling a bit apart or misunderstood is a constant battle between freedom and unity lives in you. You are whole when you are part. Words are your friends. Learn to use them as your guides.
1: That's where my dark will Mm -hmm. is.
0: Pisces, escapism can lead to avoiding reality. You often feel like you are carrying the world's problems on your shoulders and that necessitates, necessitates abandon. Instead, try sharing your journey. This will lead to grounding and increased creativity.
1: Hmm. Where was your dark Lilith?
0: Aries. Oh, okay. Oh, of course. Of course. (laughs) Fire. There's a fire. Cannot get out of Aries. No. Can't get out of fire. Yeah. Fire everywhere. Okay. So that's for the natal placements. That's just a general, you know, it has a general messages message yeah. yeah like about what it is what they're feeling and also what could help yeah so it's like it has both of them I had prepared that for the class so they're there so yeah okay it helps there okay and then just to finish off um until October 3rd Lilith is in Leo mm-hmm. this is for everybody mm-hmm. right so doesn't matter where your natal dark moon is it's in Leo until October 3rd Leo is about creation. Leo is about the sun, right? And we're going to have sun until Le- until October, basically, yeah. right? So it's about what things can you shine light on? What things can you create? What things can you have, you know, zest in? Yeah. And so it's thinking of no matter where it is, but where, where can you channel that energy? The, the things that are repressed, the things that are hidden, the things that you haven't let out. Can you allow that light to shine on right now? Can you use that dark Lilith energy? Can you use that voice of her? Of, think back to this girl, you know, mm-hmm. not this girl, this wind spirit right. demon, bad, bad ass yeah. that, you know, is marrying demons and talking to Lucifer and getting cast out of Eden and live, live chilling by the Dead Sea. and Telling God she got her own plan. He tell, yeah. <laughs> I'm just going like... And the meeting, you know, <laughs> meeting a demon and having a hundred jinn a day and yeah. then, you know. Yeah. It's yes, pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's pretty so, cool. So using that voice. Yeah. And oh, and being so fearsome that what, twenty five hundred years later they're still making talismans against you? Yeah. Yeah. So using that voice, what can you what message what can you actually like create? Yes.
1: Excellent. Thank you so much. Ah. There
0: you go. Are you rolling into astrology now? If you insist. Oh. let me yeah, let me take a sip of my tea. Okay. Cuz still I'm I'm jazzed up on her. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be good. Connect you to that's going to be good. Okay. Next week. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> I don't even know if I did all the astrology cuz I only focused like on two or three things. Oh. okay because it's bad because it's not great it's hard yeah it's um i'm looking for a better word (sighs) it's very lilith (laughs) okay it's um it's 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 heavy it's um it's very um active it's very active okay so next week we have um we have A solar eclipse, we have a new moon, and we have a Mercury retrograde. Cool.
1: Great. (laughs) Sounds fun. Do I need to say anything else?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Next week is a week. Oh, God. Okay. Okay. So the... And it's a rare eclipse because it's. Um, oh, it's why a, not? Yeah, right. And it's also a rare new moon.
1: Oh, cool. Yeah,
0: it's just the weird. Let's do it. Yeah. So it's it's a rare um eclipse because it's a hybrid one. It's when there's a total eclipse and a solar eclipse. There's a ring around the sun and there's also a um a total eclipse of the sun. Oh. Dope.
1: When is that? What day?
0: It's on the nineteenth. Okay. Here in the Pacific and like if you live further out, it's on the twentieth. Okay. So, like, back in the day, you know, it was one of those days in the movies, like, they're going to kill somebody, and then the yeah. sun blocks out, and they're saying, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> one <of those> days. <laughs> okay, cool. It's one of those days. Got you. <laughs> so, anyways, and then, and also, it's, you know, it's in it's in 20, the the new moon is in 29 degrees and a, and a, cre- and a critical degree, which is, you know, well. Anyways, uh, it, yeah, it's all, hey. Oh, no. So the eclipse is. The eclipse is, you know. Oh, and and there's a sun square Pluto. Yeah, okay. Just like a band aid. Tell what's sh- sh- Do it. So the you know. It's an unsettling type of energy with the eclipse because eclipses are always you know a little rough or a little bit you don't know what's going on and the yeah. energy is like pretty strong. I was at um I was at, oh in my candle magic um class and they're like is it what type of energy is it and I'm like well it's sort of like when you go bungee jumping and you decide that you don't want to do it and, <laughs> <then> they- <laughs> and and the guy says no I'll help you <laughs> and they and the guy says no I'll help you you just stand here on the platform and I'll count to three and then I'll give you a push yeah and then they go one two and they push yeah, yeah, you on yeah. two mm-hmm. instead of on three mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that that's Kind of the eclipse. Uh, <laughs> okay. So, and then you're like, ah, okay. So, and I mean, that was my experience, bungee <laughs> jumping. So that guy's a jerk. <laughs> so that's the eclipse. Okay. <laughs> Got, Got it. <laughs> Heard. Um, so, I mean, it, it definitely ushers in new chapters in your life, mm-hmm. but abruptly. Okay. You know, um you can definitely you know it, there's gonna be endings you know it, it, it ushers in new chapters okay and those new chapters might be endings okay does that make sense makes sense it could be like oh i you know i got a new job i'm leaving you know yeah or it yeah, could yeah. be like oh I got a new wife. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> both are. Yeah. You know, they're both ending yeah, and starting. Yeah. They're both like very abrupt. kind yeah. of shit. Or, Hey, we accepted your offer, but we need it to be turnkey and you've got to buy the house by next Friday. You know? Okay. And they're, they're all like now they're all like ending now because it's also Aries, you know, which is, fire and you gotta do it now and it's now you know okay so it's like you know it's like that push yeah now just accept your fate (laughs) it doesn't mean it's terrible and usually these changes are things that you kind of knew were coming right but it's like you never expected it to be now okay Yeah. yeah no cool so and then do i recommend doing um magic on the 19th no um because it's so unpredictable yeah and and i'm and i if anybody from the classes here i'm sorry i, I was, didn't make that clear because we were talking about like magic and so mm-hmm. so i didn't make that clear um so yeah i don't technically recommend doing um manifestations or magic on eclipses because there's already so much energy going mm-hmm. on. You trying to harness that energy is really hard. Okay. It's better to kind of like try to um, write it out. Okay. Kind of thing, you know. See it's, what comes you to you. See what comes. And, and and I also gave them another example, which I think is a nice example. You're in the ocean and, mm-hmm. you know, you're kind of like, do you want to, the wave is there and you kind of have to figure out if you want to. Dive underneath the water while the wave goes. Okay. Or do you want to kind of like bob and try to like ride the wave on the top? Mm -hmm. Or do you just want to let the wave slam you? Okay. (laughs) That was nicer. That was nicer. Yeah. You just kind of choose a path. path. Choose a path. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the thing is that you never know if you, you know. But you're still in the ocean, so good luck with your, pa- like, your <laughs> plans. Like. It's still there. No, oh, you know how it is. is you're, you're like, wait, let me turn around to see if I can catch the bottle <laughs> <laughs> It bangs you in the face. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. And you're like, I'll get the next one. Yeah. Because oh, okay. the next one is coming the next day. Absolutely. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay, so, and I mean, I don't mean to scare anybody. It's just, it's just a lot of energy. Yeah which is abrupt energy of change. And, you know, and we're not, we're definitely not helpless, right? Like I said, nothing is going to come out of like way left field. And, you know, things that are happening have been happening for about the last month because this is all in this Aries pattern that have been happening basically since the new moon in Aries at zero degrees on March 21st. So, <laughs> she's laughing. Okay. She, so, whatever's been happening since, like, March 21st, that will give you a good indication of what you're dealing with. Okay. Okay? Um. And you can visualize, like, you know, new beginnings, what path you want. You can visualize and try to, like...
1: Yeah. Stay there, Stay your course. Stay your
0: course. Yeah. But... It's better to be a bamboo than an oak. Okay. I got you. Okay. Okay. Because bamboos will not break. (laughs) Okay. 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 So that's the eclipse (laughs) on the 19th. All right. Um, I didn't even talk about the 18th. Just so you guys know the 18th, we have the North node is sextiling Saturn and the South node is trining Saturn. So the nodes are also points similar to the black moon we were talking about just mathematical points but the nodes t- indicate what we're comfortable with and what we're aspiring to they're both trining Saturn so the day before the eclipse we're going to be feeling sort of like um like date with destiny kind of energy sort okay. of like oh I I must do this or I like I need to align my life I need to get organized I need to do so like the day before the eclipse we're going to be feeling like I need to get my sugar together Uh uh-huh right and then the day of the eclipse life will wave make waves happen and then the 20th and the 20th is actually the bigger day in my opinion um she's looking at me like she wants to stab me it's astrology i just want to know i just want to (laughs) know So the 20th, we have the second new moon in Aries. Okay. Okay. So the first new moon was on the 21st of March. Mm -hmm. And this is very rare to have two new moons in the same sign. Okay. So we actually get a a treat. We get two new moons in Aries. Mm -hmm. So whatever you didn't actually start in March, you, it's like, okay, you should be starting it because I gave you a chance. So the new moon in Aries on the 21st of March was the beginning of the astrological year, Mm -hmm. right? It was at zero degrees beautiful energy, nice for business starting, physical body, you know, starting a sport, starting a diet, whatever, um, new paths, new, you know, dance routines, whatever, military action if you're a country, whatever. Um, whatever you didn't start, this is like the second chance. It's, but it's also 29 degrees, it's like last chance, right? And that's the day we also start Taros, so it's a little bit slower. Okay it's like more grounded energy. It's like, okay, are you doing this? Mm-hmm. Are you like more organized? Mm-hmm. I'm not doing it I or like not. That. Okay. But I'm not finished. Oh God. But yes, but it is like, it is like, <laughs> right. it is more like it is that fire energy of various, the, the pioneering spirit, the good, you know, like energy of commencement. Okay. Right? And it's like giving you a last break of like, use this energy to start things. And if you haven't started, what the heck are you waiting for? Right. Right. So it's, it is good. Like pep rally kind of energy, right? Uh The only bad thing is that that day the sun squares Pluto. Okay. Okay? And the sun squaring Pluto can be a little bit intense because it does trigger like, um, deep psychological things, you know, a little obsessiveness, a little jealousy, a little drama. You asked me if there was going to be drama next week. This is drama day. Okay. Okay. Um, let me get my, that's 20. That's the 20th. Yeah. 20th is like, for me, it's the the biggest day Uh, from this or past once you regain control, you evolve to a higher level and transform like a rebirth. And then you can channel your power into ambition. Okay. So yeah, so the sun squares. So the sun is like shining light and Pluto is like dark, right? Mm -hmm. So, I often compare it like when you lift up a little rock and then you see all the little animals squiggling underneath. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what are you doing? Right? Um, but this transit can, um, can bring a little conflict, can bring a little, you know, possessiveness, jealousy. It can bring a little fighting, drama, okay. and power struggles. M- more than anything, it can bring power struggles. Okay. And since it is happening with, the eclipse, near the eclipse with the new moon, the effects of this can feel very personal. Okay. And can last up to six months because these things last up to six months. Yeah. The eclipse energy particularly can last up to six months. So like any fights that you have, any situations, power struggles and so forth, they like all this can have like, um, like the effects can last like, yeah, the ramifications can last up to like six months. So it's just like really important for you to like determine and to look at what, what's triggering you Mm -hmm. and to also see if who you are and how you're reacting. Okay. You know, are you being like, have you seen all those um posts on Reddit? Like, am I the, am I the asshole? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So like, like, Figure out if you're the asshole. No, like on the <laughs> 20th, like I would expect a lot of situations that would end up on that. On oh, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. on that, okay, okay. on that thread. I understand. You know, like yeah, I yeah. would expect a lot of situations to pop up on that day that would end up on that thread mm-hmm. with the, am I the, you know? Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah, that's kind of what I'm what okay. I would be expecting there. Um, because it, it just, it's, it just feels so personal, right? Because yeah. it's the sun, which is you right and then it's pluto which just touches like that inner fiber that deep like personal control issues possessiveness insecurities and then it's squaring off yeah you know so you just feel like if i let go of this that means that i lost or that means that i'm doing wrong or something and it might not even have been so important right and then i got you you know Okay. okay So, yeah, so that's what we have the 19th the 20th. And then the 21st. And for, and remember for some people, the 20th might even be the solar eclipse. Okay, because depending oh. on the on the time zone. Gotcha. Yeah, we get it on the 19th at least. Oh, we'll spread it out. <laughs> <laughs> some people it might be the 20th. Yeah. And the 20th is also when Taurus starts. Okay. So imagine all that. Yeah. Like the 20th is I was like I need to call in yeah 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 hide (laughs) I have a super big work day that day um yeah but can you imagine yeah Jesus okay and then the 21st we get Mercury Retrograde starting cool why not yeah In, in Taurus until May 14th which you know I if you've heard me speak about it before I just i don't personally think it's that bad it just affects yeah. communication and affects travel it affects technology which okay is big because we are heavily reliant on technology right. <laughs> so think before you speak and just plan ahead and plan ahead and technology i think technology is probably a little bit one of the worst because we are so heavily reliant on technology yeah. nowadays i will be traveling so yeah I'll probably i'll be i'll probably be on facebook like <laughs> yeah, but get to the
1: airports early. Like,
0: don't trust your. Get to the airports early. Have a have an extra pair of underwear and a toothbrush in your yeah in your purse. You yeah. know, or be ready to buy. Expect delays. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, yeah. or have or be ready to pay thirty dollars for an extra pair of underwear. Yeah, uh, at the airport. <laughs> right. Your choice. Yeah, <laughs> but you. That's basically it, you know. Um that's it for that week. I'm okay. Ready for the next week? Yeah, sure. I mean. It, the next week is obviously compared to next week. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we're just riding the uh, whatever happened to us.
0: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so then the following week after that, Chiron's really active. Okay. Oh, okay. Because yep. <laughs> we're feeling it. We're hurt. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> We're all wounded and like Staggering about, drunk and I hurt, you know. You're right. That
1: is going to be a good week for me to work. Yeah,
0: I told you. Yeah,
1: people will I be telling you. me all their things. That's yeah, what I need.
0: I told Perfect. you. I told you it was going to be good for work. Um, the twenty third Mercury is going to be sextiling Mars, which will just make people very um, active in their communication. Sometimes a little too active. Okay. A little higher decibels and stuff like that. Okay. And um, they, but it also gives people like a sense of purpose. Mm-hmm. If it doesn't give them a fighting spirit, it gives them a sense of purpose. Oh, that's good. Okay, <laughs> they'll be direct. That's nice. They'll be direct and intelligent, but it just depends. Okay. If then on the twenty fourth, um, the sun is going to be conjunct with the north node in Taurus, which is the last time it's going to be do that I'm doing that for eighteen years. So this gives you the opportunity to sort of um, look at your relationship with money with possessions to self-worth um and to what you've done in the last year and a half last Mm. 18 years because before it shifts the north node um and so how have you been with abundance with giving with receiving abundance how do you feel with your relationship with possessions and like look at that relationship because it's going in summer it's going to be shifting okay and so it's like, before let's go, it's like, did you learn your lesson? Uh-huh. Did, did I do what I was supposed to do when I was here in this north node period? Okay. You know, um, then the sun's going to be sextiling Saturn on the 25th, make you active, make you feel like you want to work you know there's got to be a few days that we actually want to work yeah right? we're going to be like oh yeah I'm getting so productive today and I'm so you know industrious Um, so that day is going to be good for that Um, Venus is going to be sextiling Chiron which is going to be one of those and, like I'm wounded in my feelings and I can express it and yeah. like you know then the 27th Mars is going to be um, sextiling Chiron which is expressing our hurt man act- yeah yeah I told you Chiron's going to be active yeah yeah So that one can lead us to fighting a little bit, like, or expressing our anger. So that one just depends on if the person's evolved enough to, so a person that is actively working on their healing, Mars squaring Chiron is not so bad because they'll be in therapy. They'll be working on it. They're aware. They're aware that somebody that's not healed can lead to aggression and to right you know today to be aware of uh, aggressive acts out in the world okay okay um then the 28th mars is sextiling uranus this is this is we had to have a good sex day right okay uh, right. that's our sex day, <laughs> <Other> sex <laughs> day we have. it's a friday yay <laughs> Oh and it's right before Beltane. I mean, oh cool. Doesn't doesn't astrology always work out nice? I mean, I, it does. I I guess. I tell you, it does it all by itself. I haven't <laughs> I haven't gotten to May, but you know, it's it's right there. It's that weekend. So I'm sure it's just aligning. Getting ready for the whole weekend when you have to, you know, go off so hard stuff, hard stuff, personal stuff, and then we and get ready for summer. a good weekend. Yeah. yeah. Because um, you know, Mars is that energy, that spunk and that fire. And then that Uranus is being creative and thinking outside the box. And, you know, yeah. And then, yeah, that weekend we'll have, um, good. That weekend is, um, belting, so yes. We'll talk about that. It's gonna be
1: May. I know. Oh my gosh! I still haven't started our Instagram. Sorry about that. What Instagram? (laughs) I talked about it the first year. I was like, I'm gonna. This is what I'm
0: gonna do this year. Obviously, I'm not. I'm not in charge of that. So
1: (laughs) it'll happen. It's gonna happen. (laughs) Thank you so much. Kinda. I mean, you know, it's good. Forewarned is forearmed.
0: That's the only reason I do talk about the transit is so people can just know what's going on. Yeah. Yeah. All
1: right, thanks.
0: I'm going to talk a little bit about dill real quick. Uh,
1: so dill or aneldo is what I'm going to be talking about for herbs today. Uh, it's going to be the leaf and stem are the usable parts. It's a sedative. It's also good for anti-flatulence. It's uh, nice. native to Mediterranean, uh, the Mediterranean and southern Russia. It was come uh, it came to the New World with the Spanish. It's been used medicinally since... We've got records of it in ancient Egypt. It's a useful remedy for gas. Uh, Mexicans are known to give colicky babies like a, a diluted dill water uh, still, and it's also known to help lactation. Magically, dill is masculine associated with mercury, fire. It's good for protection, money, lust, and love. Uh, it's protective when it's hung at the door or in sachets in your pockets. It's placed in the crate. Uh, when placed in the cradle, it protects children. Placed in an entryway, no one with bad intent or jealousy can enter your home. Dill, use, uh, dill is used in a lot of money magic because the seeds, the amount of seeds the plants produce. Uh, add dill to the bathwater to make yourself irresist- irresistible. And. Oh, and the smell of uh, dill is supposed to, is known to cure hiccups, which I've never heard before. Oh, I'll i to mean, try it. Yeah, totally. I like get to try a lot that. of hiccups. So yeah, a little bit about dill. Thanks everyone, and good luck with your next couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Just
0: ride it out.
1: <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. We'll be back with another episode the week after next. But in the meantime, you can email us at thebrujasbroadcast at gmail.com. For me, Dion, you can find my artwork at lasprimasmaritas.com or for booking healing work, I'm at unusualhealing.com
0: or Lunacy on Instagram. Great. And for me, Sasha, you can find me on Facebook with Brujeria 101. And you can all find me on Instagram as brujeria101s. Because <laughs> somebody had the 101. And I also have brujeria101.com. And there we'll have like um, response buttons that you can push to Amazing. book like palm readings or nail charts and stuff like that. Great. Yeah. Thank you so much.